Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the live. This is Jeremiah J. Rankins, licensed professional counselor. You are listening to Therapy Swag Radio. Y'all come on in. Um, so I'm actually doing a TikTok live right now, but I'm going to wait a few seconds. I'm actually going to share the live. So I make sure that my uh, my people, my community gets in here. But y'all give me one. This cranked up. I'm trying to share this to peeps. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Welcome to the live, welcome to the live. We're talking about black women dating outside of the black community. That's what we're talking about today. This is part two. The first one was lit. It was live. We got up to 700 people. Comments were going crazy. Um, This time I want to go 10 times better. Um, But today it's only going to be an hour because we are structured for the one hour time frame on therapy swag radio if y'all want to listen to all the episodes listen at therapyswag.club so you know there was a comment uh made about who cares why do you care or um what is the big deal about this topic this this discussion and um you know my response is always going to be look at the 62 currently look at the 62 people the 81 people right now that are in this room interested in this topic it's a very sensitive topic it's a very important topic and i think that we all need to have this open discussion about it so uh i'm waiting for my co-host to join me um uh ricardo uh so y'all give me one second i'm waiting on this guy uh to join i'm gonna keep pushing him notifications um illuminate what's up with the eyes ojos what's your pronouns he him do i look like they not a good topic who cares okay and so um, that's a huge hindrance but uh we're gonna keep it pushing i don't know if it froze or still going i don't see the bad service let me see i'm gonna see if i can put this in the chat I'm going to see if I can put that in the chat and see if that does anything. So right now I'm waiting for Ricardo to join me. Uh, what's up, Robin? Uh, what's up, Taylor? Uh, what's up, Dale? Seriously, there are more things to worry about in the world. Okay. Give me an, ex- I guess. Give me an example of uh, something that is more serious. What's up, Taylor? Hello. Um, I'm going to pose a question in just a moment, but give me a second because I've got somebody who is uh, trying to give me static, which is cool, which is cool. I don't have a problem with it. Robin, thank you for joining. All right. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're giving me static illuminate and I want to know why I would. But obviously the person would need to understand racial issues, history, etc. OK. All right. Okay, good stuff. Okay, y'all, listen up. So I want to give you all a heads up. Um, unfortunately, my Wi-Fi is like super crappy. So if ever I uh, freeze up, y'all just give me a few seconds and it'll come back. Not sure why you are giving in. Okay, all right, Illuminate. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go ahead and and move on. But uh, black women, would you date outside of the black community? Now, I've got two people on stage. If you're not black, I want to know how do you feel about interracial dating and um, have you ever experienced interracial dating? I want Taylor to go first, and then we're going to go on to Robin. Well, I'm okay with it, as long as they respect each other's culture. Um, I have never been on a date before, but I am attracted to white men. That's what I'm attracted mm-hmm. to. 
Okay, and what's your what do you identify as? I'm she her. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, as I'm far black. as okay, all right. Um, so you said that you've never been on a date. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 23. Okay, all right. And so, uh, I'm sorry. You said that you would be open to it. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Robin, I'm gonna come back to you, Taylor. Go on mute for me, Robin. I want to hear from you. Same question posed to you. Robin, you're on mute. If you're trying to talk, you're on mute. Robin says your it says that your mic is turned off. I'm gonna go ahead and bump you down, and if you get your life together, you can come back up. Feel free to come back up. Okay. Um, how typical. Okay, uh, Taylor. So. Taylor, you said that you would be open to dating uh, outside of your culture, not just white T men, but brown men as well, okay? Because I don't want this specifically to be about YT. And then I'm going to address the Kamala Harris comment. I do recognize that she is not, um, she is not completely black, right? She's uh, biracial as well, or multiracial. I do understand that, folks. I'll address that in a moment. But uh, Taylor, what exactly are you looking for? A man that just treats me right. I don't really care if he's white or brown skin, as long as that he just loves me. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's very important. But uh, as far as before you even get to that point, like you're dating, right? You're actively looking for someone, or you're interested in finding somebody to date. Not right now, but because I'm trying to get myself together. But when okay. I am ready. I, that's who I, I'll say I will be looking for. Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason why I ask is because a lot of, like nowadays, uh, men are looking, women are looking for the wrong values in men, and men are looking for the wrong values in women. So that's why you bring up a great point, just as long as he loves you or he cares for you and he treats you right, he takes care of you. And I, I think that is, um, that's good. That's really good because you didn't say, I want a six foot man. He's got to be at least six foot, six foot tall, handsome, uh, muscular. Like you didn't go to the physical type, right? And so it's the core things like the religion, the political views, uh, the family type. That is what keeps the family together. And so some of those those traits that you talked about, he treats me right. Um, he's, uh, he's good to me and he can love me. That is what keeps relationship lifelong. You still in the rap game, uh, John Biden. Uh, I'm reading the comments right now. And what if blacks don't consider you a part of their culture? I don't know if they're talking to me or not. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I was talking, so I missed a whole bunch of the comments. Um, did you have anything, did you have anything else that you wanted to share on the topic? I have another question for you. Okay, so this is my question to you. And I know this may be a little biased for you because of your position, but do you think as a black woman, do you think that you could be pro-black and date outside of the black community? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm still kind of undivided. I'm, I'm really undecided on that. Undivided. I'm undecided on that. And uh, I, I date in a... Because... I'm in you, a, you, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was the reason saying... Why I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I'm going to just uh, point something out. The reason why I say that is because I do a lot of stuff in the black community. I do so much, so much. 
and I love my people. I do everything I can to help black and brown communities. And y'all, if y'all don't know my story, go ahead to my link. Um, there's a link in the bio. I wrote a book, but it's from profession, prison to professional. It's minor to major, how I turned my minor setback of serving five years in prison to my major comeback of the licensed professional counselor that I am today and the work that I do in the community. So to summarize, black and brown communities is the only one that I choose to service in my practice because they overpopulate the prisons. I focus on uh, 12 to 17 year old boys more specifically. So I do a lot in the community, outside of my practice, I volunteer and I create content like this to help our community. But anyways, um, so can I be pro-black black and married to a Mexican? Ooh. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I, go ahead, I would Taylor. say yes because you don't we when you do find a person that you in love with, if they are willing to date you, eat even though you're black, because some some couples who have be with somebody who is non-black usually end up being one who dare to protect them will protect them. Like for example, if a black woman is with a white man and he decides that he wants to choose and stand up for her. And that's what she should do. He knows he's married to a black woman and he needs to stand up for her. Right, and advocate. Yeah. Uh, it'd be different if she married a racist white man and she knows she married a racist white man and then she sat there and Ooh. defend him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I hear you. Um, Cryptic. Cryptic said only black men are selling for black women. Uh, that's not true. Only black women are settling. Uh, only black men are settling for black women. I, I, I don't understand it totally, but uh, we all know that black men are have been dating outside of their uh, their culture for the longest time. Uh, and I, I use celebrities as the 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 because we see them, we know them, but we see it all the time in the community. I can walk out the street. I can walk out to the mall right now, and I can see a biracial kid. Um, and most likely he's going to be half black, half Mexican where I am. So like, we see that all the time. I don't know about settling for black women. Uh, you can, uh, Veronica said you can be pro black, but not hella pro black. Ooh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Joanne, Joe, I feel like Joanne, I feel like mostly people who are, uh, who are not black will take that stance that you can be pro black. If I date a white man, I'm not a pro I'm not pro black. I hear what you're saying. I definitely hear what you're saying, Quan. Quani, I hear what you're saying. Um and and I don't I don't refute that. Like that's why I'm so still I'm I'm, I'm so like in the middle there. Like I love my people. I love uh working for my people in the community and I want to uplift them. Uh but am I pro black if I'm not procreating? 100% well not you can't be 100% but black children but right so like for me when i was growing up i saw nothing but white pe white people as on tv and everything and that's how i know in getting attracted to white men i'm not saying that black men are ugly or they're hateful or anything that mm -hmm. is just i'm attracted to that that's me because i grew up seeing that and also you are pro-black even if you don't want if you as long as you don't disrespect black women while you're dating that white woman or a latina or mm -hmm. any or asian woman you're fine as long as you don't disrespect them and mm -hmm. you can also 
be in love with somebody that doesn't look just like don't look like you i that's who i am and that and i'm not saying that i i, I don't hate black people i love mm -hmm. who i am and i love my people it's just that i'm not attracted to black men and i don't hate them Oh, so I didn't know that. I, I didn't hear that part when you said that you would be open to dating outside of the black community. But you, so now you're saying that you are not attracted to black men. I just, when I was growing up, I'd never really like, I would say, had a feeling for them. I always had, I have boy, I have friends like black boys as friends, but I never date anybody. I, like I said, I never dated anyone before in my life. But for me, I just never been like attracted to black men. That's who I, I am. Like I don't hate them. It's just that they're not for me. And no, mm. for people in the comment section, I did not. I don't live in a white neighborhood. I live around black people. Like I grew up watching Disney Channel, like seeing Zac Efron and stuff like that. I I saw that. That's what I saw, and mm -hmm. that's who I was attracted to. And then also, okay. I didn't have much, and I want to say I didn't have much black men. I do have black men in my uh, in my life, mm -hmm. but they not like a good representation for me. Like positive role models, like positive influences. Yes, like right now, me, me, and my stepdad are not in good terms right now. And I'm cool mm -hmm. with my dad, and we all, and me, and her. Me and yes, I'm, it sounds like I'm stuttering because I stutter when I talk. It's okay. But, it's okay. So I, I want you to know that the comment section, they're always going to come for you. They're going to come for me. And, and I, I just want you to stay focused and don't worry about that. Everybody has an opinion. It's a blessing and a curse. Everybody's going to share their thoughts and opinions, especially on social media, on a keyboard. Don't worry about that. Keep going. Yeah, I don't hate, like I said, I don't hate black men. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with them. It's just that when I grow up watching romantic TV shows and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I only saw white boys. And that's who so, I got attracted to. Okay. So with that with that being said, you say white boys. So it's not anybody outside. It's not Asians. It's not no, um, brown skin. It's... No. Um, I mean, well... No, because I also I am also attracted to Asian men as well. I like I said, I'm attracted to everybody but black men, and I don't okay. know why, but that's who what I saw on TV. Okay, uh, yeah, hold on real quick. Uh, hold on real quick. So I, I've got some people in the queue, I, and I forgot to tell y'all this. But whenever you come up on stage, there's a a, a sore model that I go by. Structure, mm -hmm. order, and respect. You can all come on the stage as long as you follow the structure, the order, and respect. I'll only have three people at a time on the stage, but if you are disrespectful, like say whatever you want to say, just uh, work in that model, structure, order, and respect. Okay, uh, go ahead, and I'm going to bring up some more people. Go ahead. Taylor, you, you were, um, and when you come on stage, please go on mute, please. Um, and Taylor, you had said that, I, I hear what you're saying. You're attracted to a specific demo and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like harp on it, but white particularly and yeah. uh, Asian as well. So that is your preference. Yes. 
but you exclude a black man from the equation. So l let me give you an ex example. Like if you got on a dating app, let's say I'm just going to because everybody knows Tinder. But let's say you got on Tinder and it says you can choose, you know, anybody that's a man or you can choose black, white, um, uh, Asian. Would you would you choose to opt out of black people coming onto your feed is my question. No. OK. All right. Um, Coco, you said you said yes. Duh, I'm dating out. I want to hear from you, but I know you only have like 700 people. Um, and I'm like over a hundred comments behind, so I'm gonna keep scrolling. But I want to hear from Miss T. What you got for me, sis? Um, hello. Um, I want to be fair to everyone because this is just my own personal experience. Sure. Um, so I grew up. I did grow up with having positive male black role models in my home. I did have black, all black babies except for the ones that I did adopt which were Filipino and Puerto Rican and other cultures. Um, however, when it came to building, um, the things didn't work with the, the person I chose to have children with. I wanted to keep growing and build and it just didn't work out. We are good friends, but as I got older, I let the doors open to be what's there, see who's available for me and not to block my process of, of growing. And I end up, um, I've dated other cultures. So I've dated Asian, I've dated Puerto Rican, uh, Cuban, uh, Russian even. I am married outside my current culture and I don't like to say race because the race is human. Correct. Um, and so what that is, when I do get hatred from within our community, I do have to say to black people, first of all, let's stop calling ourselves black because there is no country called black, but that's just my opinion. However, the hatred that's amongst ourselves just because we want to better ourselves, mm -hmm. if God made us all to be one color, then we, what was else would we argue about then? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I found someone well, someone found me and everything that I feel like I could have got from a black man even. I got from someone, I didn't go by a color. I didn't go by how someone else, what someone else thought. And when I say that I'm successful and some people don't seem to realize when I was with the black man, he had all these options just the same. Now that I have a combined person who was willing to do the same work, Mm -hmm. to build a plat to build wealth. Okay. First thing I get is you're after the white man because he got money. And I have to say, I made millions before I got with the white man and the brother wasn't even trying to work with me. He gave me excuses, but do mm -hmm. I still knock black men? Absolutely not. Because I find black men are to me, that would have been my first choice if I would just keep my eyes closed. But knowing that I have black sons, I love them and I want them to be happy. Well, mm -hmm. whoever that they're with, I don't want to block their blessing because just because something didn't work for me doesn't mean it won't work for them. But for me, because of the way I was raised, I tried to do everything pro black, but I just didn't have someone else who was willing to fight the fight as far as raising the children, let him lead the structure of the household and for us to grow. I just didn't have that same black man to, to do that fight with me. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to respond to a comment, tired of frauds, tired of frauds. I hate weaves. And so, you know, I, that's one of the things that I had to be careful on when talking about this sensitive topic of um, black women uh, dating outside or interracial dating. Don't talk down on black women. But that's actually what I prayed for before I got married. I prayed for a black woman who didn't wear any weave, didn't have any wigs in her closet. Like I prayed for that tight, tired of frauds. And so I hear you, I hate weaves. I hear what, exactly what you're saying. Taylor, I'm gonna drop you down. Miss T, do you have anything else that you wanted to share? I'm gonna move on to Vanny. I think that's your name. Oh, okay. Um, no, well, just one thing, just that, you know, if people would want to say the colorism that we expect in our community, some of it comes from trying to prove to others, but we as black people are the most by racial people on the planet. They should start there first. When they do those genealogy tests, they'll see they have European descent. And they want to be pro-black, but they have all these different cultures. I still will not knock a black man or, or a black woman if I see them outside of their culture. If nothing else, that is their blessing and be happy for them. That's their life. It does not affect me at all. And thank mm -hmm. you for letting me speak. Yeah, of course. Thank you for joining. So uh, Jake Key, he said, I'm a white man, grew up in almost all white city. I'm attracted to mainly black and brown women. I don't knock you for that. Uh, I don't I don't knock you for that unless there's an ill motive. Um, so so um, Kamala Harris doesn't count for us. <laughs> uh, but everybody knows who Kamala Harris is, right? Everybody knows that. Um, you know, she's the vice president of the United States, so I use her picture, her image um, to kind of indicate um, interracial marriage. You, I mean, everybody knows Serena Williams. I could have used her as well. Uh, Candace, Candace Owens, I could have used her as well. But um, Kamala Harris, I think she's a little bit more of a, a poster than all the rest of them. So that's why I chose Kamala. Um, Okay, let me hear from uh, Van. I think it's Vanny. Vanny. Vani. It's Vanny. I'm sorry. What's up, girl? What's no, you're that? fine. Um, so, yes, as a black woman, I would definitely date outside of my race. Um, I live in Texas. And, me too, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I find that, like, a lot of black men that I've encountered, like, at least on dating apps, have had their strong preference for only dating um white and latino women mm -hmm. and i mean like I, I this whole idea of preference the only reason how i can understand it to an extent is because like i preferably would not date a white man um i've had multiple encounters of men trying to use me as some sort of fantasy fetish um mm -hmm. whereas like I've experienced like with men of color, I've experienced more of like understanding and seeing me as a woman or seeing me as a human um, instead of a fantasy because we have at least been through similar struggles. Um, but I mean, I have dated a few black men here um, and it's sad because like, I thought we clicked. I thought, you know, things were going great. And then I go to their social media or their Twitter and there they are like bashing other black women. 
And I'm just like, well, wow, okay. I, if you support this kind of behavior, I don't want to date you because what does that, like, how are you going to treat me? You know what I mean? Um, but ultimately I think that like we should, <laughs> as I say that I wouldn't date a white man, um, that we should open our preferences to other people. Cause you know, mm -hmm. it's not love is love and you love whoever you love, as long as they're respecting and deserving of your time and love, you know? Um, but like, um, I've also seen like, I don't know, I know you said that you prefer women with natural hair. I, I wear weaves and wigs because it's just easier to maintain because I have very dense, very thick hair. So it's just, you know, um, I thought that was kind of weird. And I guess I wanted to understand like what you meant or what people meant in the comments by that. Cause like, I mean, what, you can hate something without disrespecting. I'm not saying that you were, but people in the comments, you know. Yeah, um, I, I don't want to call him out, but it was tired of fraud. Uh, this gentleman mm -hmm. said, uh, I hate weave. And so um, that's what I was responding to. And that's like, a I hate weave. So he just said it again. And so, and that's perfectly fine. But I think... Mm -hmm. We can all we can all acknowledge that uh, wigs and weave tracks all that stuff. I think that is a staple in the uh, black community. Like that's that's a thing for us. We all know mm -hmm. Asians, the YT people. Um, you know, everybody wears wears it, but it's not a yeah. staple. In it's not a staple in their community. And so I prefer just for my preference, me me. I can't speak for any other black man, but I it's not a fetish because hair doesn't turn me on sexually or, or anything like that. But hair's a big thing for me. Like I love hair, as you can tell. Um I, I love mm -hmm. hair. And I love my woman to have natural hair. It's something about me coming home and running my fingers through her hair and then pulling the back of her scalp and kissing her like th that's just something that i like to do and i don't want to run into tracks i don't want to be like uh, uh i pay 400 no i don't i, I don't want to go through that so that's just my preference that's that's just me so if you want a clarity okay. on what i was speaking on about that okay yeah well in your case like you weren't disrespectful but people like were in the comments being like oh she hates her 4c hair i I know you said that it wasn't a staple. I think white women are not open about wearing weaves, but it is very much a staple in the white community. I know so many white girls that I've been around who wear tracks and weave. Um, it's ridiculous um, and not in a bad way, but just like it's ridiculous the way that black women are treated with weaves instead of like white women. Um, so I think there is a stigmatism around like black women wearing weaves. Um, I understand what you mean, but I think everyone, especially in the black community should agree that like, it is very difficult managing like forcey hair. I'm not saying that I hate it, um, but it is it is hard to manage, especially in a place te like Texas. Um, because I don't have dreads. I used to, but I have 4C hair and, you know, I'll style it. 
um, wear my afro, I'll pick my afro out and one day it will be very humid and then my afro will like just like be obliterated by the weather. So it's just like, it is very difficult to, it takes me at least like four hours to do all of my hair. So yeah, that's the only reason why I wear wigs. Okay. And I don't want you, I don't want you or any other um, uh, person to feel like they have to uh, kind of like defend yourself for doing that. I mean, if that's your preference, that's perfectly fine. But I actually prayed for a woman who did not refuse to wear weaves and wigs. I prayed for this and uh, she was loyal, somebody I can bring home to uh, my mom. That's what I prayed for. But Amanda Cole, this podcast is not about uh, women's hair. It's about black culture. It's a black, about yeah. black and brown communities. Why would a man waste his time making podcasts about a woman's hair? It's not about that. Um, yeah, it's it, not it, about hair. It's about black and brown uh, community and unity. And so that's what this is about. We're not dating YT women though. Uh, Scamp TV. It looks like you're a black man. You said we not dating YT women though, and black men are at an overwhelming number. So I can't agree with you on that point, but I respect your opinion. But black men, um, you know, fetishize and and go for white women for sure. Uh, Vanny, can a, a, a any person? Uh, let's say, can a black mm -hmm. woman? Can a black woman date a YT man or a white? Um, I'm sorry, a brown person and still be pro black? I think, yes, you can. Like, okay. love is love regardless, but, like, being pro-Black is, like, you, like, being there for your community and you still supporting your community, regardless of where you're at. Like, so mm -hmm. I do feel that if you are pro-Black, you can still date people outside your race. But you can't go around saying, like, I hate this race, I hate that race, and you're dating that race. You know what I mean? That would be contradictory to your statement. So that, those are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, any last remarks before we uh, move on to Xavier? Um, I think there is one thing that I wanted to say, but I I forgot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. It's all good. Uh, it's all good. I'm gonna keep you on stage because um, okay. I don't have anybody in the queue right now. So if you remember, just off, uh, go ahead and unmute and talk to me. Okay. Okay. Xavier, what you got on the topic, man? Xavier, you there? You're on mute if you're talking. Black men stick to snow. We've been off, y'all. Okay, so um, uh, can, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Alexandra, I want to. What is it? Stir. Black men stick to snow. We've been off, y'all. Give me one second, Xavier. I'm going to address this. So I do believe. I, I do believe that uh, black women have uh, begin uh, a long time ago started dating outside of their their culture, um, but um but i think it's becoming more and more prevalent now i think it's like it's shifting it's shifting and so i'm going to talk about that a little bit more uh in a second let me write a note i'm going to i'm going to talk about that more in depth about black women dating outside of their culture and why like why is it becoming so prevalent and why am i uh in support of it i i don't think that i've taken a stance here but i am support of black women finding love not just outside of the community but um wherever they can uh, to find a lifelong partner and raise a family if that's their desire xavier what you got man yeah so <clears throat> i'm mixed race 
I'm black and uh, Mexican. My mom's Mexican. My dad's black. Um, I I dated outside of both races and actually had married to a white woman. So the only thing that I can that I could state is with being in a relationship with an, with another. And I'm just going to say mostly white women, any, any race really, but it's just, and we have kids now too. And I can see the differences in how we raise our kids as the cultural differences that we have. Yes, sir. So, and, and it, it became really eye opening to me once we had kids. Um, like, like for instance, I grew up and I told you I have a black dad and a Mexican mom. I grew up getting my ass whooped, right? Me too, me too. So, and it didn't matter if it was my auntie, my, my dad, my mom, my grandma. You know, I was just getting whoopings. I was bad. That's what we, you know, you get whoopings when you're bad. And uh, with, with her, it's, you know, we're not spanking our kids. And, and I'm not saying that kids need to get beat. You know what I'm saying? But I think some form of discipline need to be put in for all children. But... There's there's multiple things going in on a on a uh, a mixed relationship that you don't understand and that that you don't understand until you're with that person. But that's one of the things I wanted to add, man, is that you don't see that you're used to something, you know, with your family. And then you go outside the culture and you don't realize how different even if you've been. I, I my mom moved me <clears throat> to a wider, wider city when I was in sixth grade, I went to a predominantly white school and I was always around them, but you never realize how different it is until you get into a relationship with one. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I do. 100%. 100, 1000%. And I, I've struggled with this. Um, so I, I've got a couple of people in the queue. I do see y'all just give me a second, please. Uh, again, I'm, I'm rocking instruction in order. Uh, Vanny, did you have something to uh, in response to Xavier? Um, well, I guess uh, I remember what I was going to say, but I wanted to add on to what Xavier said, kind of, well, not add on to the just my thoughts. Um, as someone who has been like whooped and spanked, um, I have been like going to therapy um for the trauma i've experienced but also i know that i don't want to spank my kids i don't want to discipline them right. in that way so like if i do have kids they will not be whooped they will not be spanked by anyone in my family um, right so i hear i hear you saying that you're against corporal punishment that's what i hear you saying i'm against like physical abuse well yeah so I, I hear what you're saying. So CPS would categorize what Xavier and I went through as physical mm -hmm. abuse, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but but in the black community, it's a way of life. This is how we live. So if we were to go to court, we would win every single time because this is a cultural value. But however, when kids are getting hit with extension cords, with uh, switches, with mm -hmm. uh, you know different things like that, like a chancla, like a sandal. Yeah, except that now we're talking about abuse, but in the black community, getting your ass with, with a belt or with a sandal or something like that, yeah. it's just a part of our culture. It's a part of our culture. But I do hear what you're saying, Vanny, and um, it sounds like um, it, it really has traumatized you. It sounds like it has impacted you um, lifelong, and I hope you work through that. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I have been working through it. Um, but I remember what I was going to say um, previously, and then I'll get off because I've been talking for too long. <laughs> um, but the girl before said that the reason why she only dates, I think, um, men outside of her race is because she's grown up watching Disney Channel and that was all she had to see. And I, I've i grown up watching Disney Channel, um, but that doesn't negate me like dating outside of my race or choosing to date outside of my race because I know now as an adult that media plays in beauty standards in the way that we look at other cultures and yes. I do think that we need to find a way to um, dismember that self-hate within ourselves so that we can like come together as a community but um, I think it also is good to be around different cultures and different backgrounds um, to grow as a person so that's all I had to say. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Fanny. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drop you down and get ready to bring somebody else up. But I wanted to ask uh, Xavier if uh, you had anything else that you wanted to add. No, nah, man. And the, the, the whooping thing, that was just, you know, um, one of the biggest things that I've dealt with. But tr there's there's multiples of things. Not to say that I would ever, you know, switch up because I love my wife to death and I think that, you know, she can, and, and she, she can never, uh, I can't bond with her about the things that I've went through either. That That's another thing that I found um, kind of frustrating. Um, I live in Kansas, man. So, I mean, there's been times where I've went to, you know, small towns and been hard, hard, quick, you know, over, over nothing while I was working, man. And, and, you know, she can sympathize for me, but it's just a difference of being able to, you know, hit that common ground and be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, I know what you're going through because she doesn't. And she tells me, I don't know what you're going through, but I can sympathize for you. That's a, that's one of the other things that it, it's there's a lot, but um, that's, there, that's just some of the things that I go through. You're breaking up a little bit, but what I hear you saying is, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and drop you down. Your service is really bad. Yeah, go but ahead. What go I ahead. hear you saying is, uh, you dating, you you being married to this white woman, it has um, it has come with you um, really can't really bond on some th some things. She doesn't really understand you. And y'all are kind of um, at a difference in so many different areas of your life. And I think it sounds like it affects your relationship as well, your marriage. Is that accurate to say? I don't know if I lost you. Can y'all hear me? Okay, I think I'm back. Can y'all hear me? Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was Xavier. So Xavier's uh, his Wi-Fi or whatever his service started getting crappy, and then um, mine all happened. 
Mine don't happen more often than none. I can't remember. I think Mama, Mamia, Mamia, uh, she was the first one that was in the queue. Uh, I want to bring, uh, I want you to unmic and share, please. But before you do, there was a comment said about um, spankings and whoopings. And that's not a part of our culture, but it is a staple. It is. It's a part of the community. You get your butt whooped. Like, I didn't say it was okay, but it's a cultural value in our community. Like Big Mama, like I don't, I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not pushing that, but uh, I don't support it. But it is what it is. It's a toxic staple. Thank you, thank you. Okay, um, Mama Mia or Mama, I want to say Mama Mia. Uh, what you on the topic? You there, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? I need you on the mic if you're if you're if you're muted. All right, so I'll go ahead and drop you down. Key, go ahead and unmute, man. Uh, tell tell us what you think about black men and women. Oh, okay, I thought you were a man. I can't see. Um, okay, tell us what you think. Black women, would you date outside of the black community? My first question to you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sorry, I'm reading the comments at the same time. I'm trying not to, but I think that you should look at relationships from a business perspective. I think it's safer and I think it's smart. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm not attracted to people outside my race. I am. I'm just saying, think of like how I see so many biracial kids have so many problems. And yes, they were made out of love, but now they don't even know who they are. Hmm. And that's sad to me. And I mean, I get it. You know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with and you have kids with who you have kids with. Me personally, 
I wouldn't bring kids into a situation like that. Okay. Okay. Um, last question. I need you to um, kind of kind of shorten your response. Um, can you date outside of your race or, or culture, Black community, and still be pro-Black? I'm... <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. I'm going to say that, no, you can't be pro-Black because you're, are you creating Black children? Yes. Are you creating Black children? Um, and then you have people who are like, well, if you're biracial, you're Black, but that's just like a gray area. I don't know. I can't speak on that because I'm not biracial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I'm undecided. So I'm I'm definitely undecided. I'm still in the 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 middle there because uh I don't know if you how long you've been, been on, but I do a lot for the community and uh I care so much. Right. And I do the work. But did I marry or do I date in my um in the black community and I didn't. So am I pro black? So Right. I just still, have one I'm thing still to doing say. Some processing. Right. I just have one thing to say to people that are in the comments. Please understand that these are our opinions. And just because I say something mm -hmm. does not mean that it's true and it's factual. That's just my truth. And and that's just how everybody needs to go about social media when we're talking and doing debates. Just because you think that you're right doesn't mean that I'm wrong. And that's that. Yeah, thank you for that, Key. Um, and those, I'm going to go ahead and drop you down now. Thank you. For those who are, uh, um, for those of you who do come up on stage, just beware. If you say something that is unpopular opinion or just stating your thoughts and opinion, there's going to be someone in the comments who come for you. So just wear your thick skin when you come on stage and, and be your authentic you. And while you're talking, try not to look at the comments because you'll lose your train of thought. And uh, you'll start mumbling and rambling, and I don't need that. We've got about 10 minutes, 15 minutes left. So please um, go ahead and give me the value that you have to share. Anissa, where you at, girl? Hi. What's up? How are you? I'm doing fine and dandy as candy. What you got? So I am actually, like, I'm engaged to a white guy. And I think black women, it's okay for them to, it doesn't even have to, like, if it's not like, you know, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, I think it's okay for black women to date outside of their race. Okay. Uh, you say it's okay. Are you a black woman? Yes. Okay. And do you think that you can date outside of the black community and still be pro-black? I do. Um, I think... A lot of times when people think that in order to be pro-black, you have to have black children. But I think mixed, like if like you have mixed children, um, they still have black in them and they're still going to be looked at as black. <laughs> they're not going to be looked at as white. They're going to be looked at as black. And I think mm -hmm. fighting for everything that's like fighting against everything that's wrong within the black community. Like, it's just like, are the, the system and everything, um, it's still gonna, it still can affect your mixed child. So I think you can be pro black and uh, date out. 
Okay. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share on the topic? Um, I think just one thing that I also see, like I've, I find a lot of um, issues that a lot of times, I, a lot of people that, I mean, I notice in my experience, a lot of people in the black community would say that you aren't truly black or anything like that because of who you're with. And I just want to say that I don't agree with that because I think they tend to forget that, you know, you're still black and you're still going to be walked around in the world as black. You're still going to have to deal with everything that comes with being black, regardless of who you're with. And you can't say, oh, I'm with a Mexican or I'm with a white person, though, and that's not going to change how you might be treated. So I just don't like that. That's kind of a big thing. But that's about it. Okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your input um, and your insight. Y'all, if you don't mind getting me to 2,000 likes, it helps with the algorithm. Our numbers dropped a little bit. We went from 400 to 216. So if you wouldn't mind double tapping until we get to 2,000, and we're going to keep it. Oh, my God. Myers Wood working NC. Myers Wood working NC says, uh, how about you work for what you get or what you got? Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm still frozen, but thank you, Anissa, uh, for sharing. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Sir Ter, Serter, 56. Go ahead, 56. What you got on the topic? Okay. Believe it or not, I'm a black guy. I'm a People don't tell by my voice, but I'm a, if you need me to prove it, I can prove it. But um, I think black women should be able to date outside the race. I'm married to a white woman. Um, mm -hmm. She's like perfect. We got along. We met in school. I went to an HBCU too. I try to give back to my community as well. I lifetime member of the NAACP. Um, I do science tutoring at a title one school and she's with me on every step of the way. Um, you can't control who you love, you know, things just happen. And I feel like a romantic partnership is more, it more has to do with the connection of the people rather than the races of the people. And to make it really quick, I'll answer your second question too. Can you be pro black and, um, date outside your race? I think you can, I think bro. I think anybody can be pro-black as long as you center black people's issues and black people's um, plights and make sure you're actually doing something productive to benefit you, then you're pro-black. Pro Simple as that. Mm. Mm. Let me ask you, with you married to a YT woman, let's see, let's replace the white with YT just because of TikTok being so... Uh, just a stickler for like triggering stuff. I don't know why, because this is a China company, but um, you know, they're going to protect the dominant ethnic group, which is the YT people for whatever reason. But let's uh, replace the white with YT, please. Um, and I, I, I've done this too in this live, so I do apologize for that. Okay. Um, have you experienced in your relationship with this YT woman? um issues of understanding issues of like cultural differences um yeah pretty uh, we've had 
grew up from pretty similar backgrounds. Um, she understands, she reads about race relations. Um, she's actually a lawyer, so um, she understands about the systematic barriers that oppress people of color. Um, mm -hmm. There really wasn't anything, there wasn't, for in our relationship, there really wasn't a hurdle to um, go through on that. I mean, is she going to understand everything being black? No, just like I'm not going to understand everything about her being a woman because women face systematic challenges as well so i, I can't relate to that but all, all i can do is be there for her and all she can do is be there for me and um as long as there's that love there we're good um but this is just my experience yeah of course of course um i haven't looked at the comments because i'm still like 30 behind and i'm reading some but um i, I like the your perspective that you shared with us it's definitely not um I mean, I needed to hear this from from a man. So this live was particularly for black women. I wanted to hear their perspective. If white men wanted to come into the space, they were welcome as well. But I wanted to hear black women. But your perspective is is, um, is much, much appreciated. You said that, you know, you try to get back into the black community. You, you try to stay connected, tutoring math classes, um, and you just fell in love with a white woman. I think that's that's kind of similar to my story, right? So I, I wanted a black woman. I I surrounded myself with the black community, but I was sent a Mexican woman. So um, interesting. Interesting. So, so there's there's people who have said like it doesn't matter and who cares and things like that. Um, but this is a conversation that needs to be had in our communities. We need to have open discussions like this. And 278 people care, man. And whoever has questions about why do we do these these lives and have these questions and why do I have this podcast episode, it's because people care. We care. And I guarantee you if I did this at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night time, there would be 500 to 1,000 people on here. Okay, uh, I just don't have the time to permit 56. Thank you. I've got to move on. We're getting ready to shut it down uh, in this in, in this episode. I want to hear from Sammy and then uh, Crisha, you're going to be next. Sammy, what you got on the topic? Yes, I believe that um, black women should definitely date outside of their race, um, mainly because there's not a very large selection for black women to choose from if they stick with only dating black men. Um, I've also dated outside of my race. My first husband's Mexican. So, um, and then to answer the other question, I think it's, you can be pro-black mainly because you can teach your kids about your culture, um, and let them learn about black history and stuff like that. And also fighting for our rights and, and everything else. Um, cause my son, he's Mexican and he learns about Mexican culture and he also has the black culture as well. He learned about both sides and I feel like that makes us all stronger as a community if we are mixed versus if we're just stick to one race, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Um, I, I, I'm going to say this mm -hmm. it'll probably come off wrong. I'm more uh, about black and brown community, black and brown unity and i wouldn't i'm more pro dating brown skin for mm -hmm. for other women women and other men um i would promote them dating brown skin uh mm -hmm. versus dating the yt 
And there's several yeah. reasons for that, but um, yeah, uh, that's just my preference. Um, I would agree. For so many different reasons. Yeah, I will. I will agree mainly because um, it allows you to be involved in other culture and come together. Because I feel like when we are dating YT, then they are taking part of something that they, I feel like they've created a destruction of. And also for the fact that you can never fully trust YT mainly because of you never know their true intentions. That's just basically how I feel about it. It just, even like I have family members who try to date like a YT male. And I was just like, just be careful because um, I've seen time and time again where someone do, do try to date them and it just, you end up finding out later on down the road that they are racist um, and bigots and they're just using it as a fetish. So. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me, you had said something and I thank you for your input. Um, I thank you for sharing. You had said something about the limited number of be black men that are available for black women. And I'll say that there, I don't, I don't, necessarily know about all that uh, as far as the ratio. Uh, of course, it all depends on where you're from or where you're living proximity. But I will say that there's too many Pookies and Ray Rays out there. And it kind of and, and I'm not I'm not uh, talking down on, on black women, but it, it kind of amazes me how so many black women are educated in the United States of America. Black women are the most educated demographic in the United States, getting PhDs, get master's degrees, uh, associate's degrees, bachelor's degree, black women are getting educated, period, statistically. I learned this in my master's program, my psychology, clinical psychology master's program, and I continue to hear about this as I do my, um, as I, I practice in my private practice in Houston. And it amazes me how many black women are continuing to have babies with Pookie and Ray Ray. And we have, and we have these babies with Pookie and Ray Ray, and then we complain about them being deadbeats, their, their shitty fathers and things of that nature. And I think that we fall in love with this, the, this, um, like this, the rap industry and that lifestyle, the game banging and the bang bang shoot them up. I talked about this yesterday. And um, we we end up having sex. We lay with these men. I say we, but you know, black women lay with these men and then uh, have children with them, and uh, they're deadbeats. And so that's why I'm not against dating brown-skinned people. I'm not against that at all, because um, a woman, a black woman who wants to have children, I'm all for it but I also want them to have a nuclear family. That's what I believe in, a nuclear family, a family that stays together. Um, so thank you uh, so much, Chris. Did you have anything in response to what I just said? Uh, if not, I'm gonna move on to Brent. Um, although in psych majors, what's up? Uh, sorry, had to throw that out. Um, so as a person, well, this is gonna hit a lot of different points. But forget it. Psychology has to take in a whole bunch of stuff. Sociology, anthropology, whatever that has to be part of it. Um, so I'll just say it this way: as a black woman who is dating a black man and who has been dating a black man for over eight or nine years now, pro-black means preferably black, but doesn't mean only. And I need people to recognize that. And I wish people would understand 
the reason why you're going to likely not date a black man is because of the systemic issues that continue to come against us. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. And at the same time, if you fall in love with someone whom is not black, they don't always have to be white. Please stop doing that. <laughs> or YT, I'm sorry. Um, if they're not going to be black and they are down for you, they're down for anti-oppressive movements, they're down for educating themselves, they're down for uh, basically moving the human animal in the way that we need to move in order to be psychologically and physically okay, that is still pro-black. And I need people to recognize, yes, you have your trauma, please go seek help for that trauma. But that doesn't mean that you are, that they're not pro-black. Please, please stop. That, that's weird to me. And this is coming from someone who's a panic. I, I don't play that. I agree. Thank you so much, Krishay, uh, for the value that you shared uh, today. Um, Britt, Britt, and then we're going to uh, wrap up with Queen. Um, so those of you who uh, wanted to jump back in the queue, I do apologize or jump into the queue, uh, come up on stage. I do apologize, but these are going to be the last two, and then I'm going to have my closing remarks. Britt, go ahead and share what you think about um, your thoughts on the topic. Um, I My husband is white. We've been together 22 years. Um. And so what, what is your um your culture? You're black. Are you black? Yeah, I'm black. I tried to turn on the camera, but I couldn't hear it. Thank you. Is it on? Oh no. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> anyway. Um Yeah, because of how I, I have it set up. Because of how I have it set up. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um some people like to talk face to face and stuff, but anyway. Um yeah, we've been together 22 years and married for 14. And the only challenge to interracial dating is that, or marriage is that um, you have to have really thick skin um, for the stuff that you experience in it, dealing with the in-laws and stuff that may not um, approve of interracial dating and marriages. Um, and if you can do that, and still work together, it works. Um, I think you can absolutely still be pro-black um, being an interracial marriage. Okay. Tina Lou, Tina Lou Parker, she said that um, black women are over black men. And I understand why, I get it. Like black men are, are, are really failing. And probably the next time I do a live, I'll jump in and I'll talk to and I'll challenge black men uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of those things because I don't want to just harp on uh, black women or talk about black women issues. Uh, I, we really do need to address how black men are dropping the ball and the reasons why. What are the reasons behind this? So, yeah, black men, uh, they've disappointed me as well. And um, so, Miss Parker, I do appreciate uh, what you said. Britt, did you have anything else that you want to share before I move on to Queen? Um, the only thing I wanted to say or to add is that I've never had a problem with black men, and I don't think that black men as a whole are dropping the ball in any way, and I don't like um, saying that. I don't like people to make generalizations like that. I understand. I understand, and, uh, you know, I respect that, but how are black men failing? For one, we're not staying in the home. I can give you example after example after example. 
Um, if the best example I can give you is mainstream rap music, what do they promote? What are they talking about? Drugs, alcohol, smoking weed, getting fucked up, having, having risky sexual behaviors. Like, I mean, like we can go, the list goes on and on and on. Like why I shouldn't have to, I really shouldn't have to, um, you know, break down how black men in the, in the black community are feeling or black women. But if we need to have a whole new live about that, I definitely will. Um, but the generalizations can definitely be stigmatized and, and we don't want, we want to stay away from those types of words and things, but, you know, in all actuality, we need to do better. Black men need to do better. And I don't shy away from that. Um, Britt, thank you. Um, the next time I have a live, I want you to be present because I want to get your perspective on the black men. I want to hear what you have to say about black men. So if y'all haven't already, please follow me. Follow, 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 because I need your conversation, your input. I want to hear from you, especially if you have a thousand followers or more, I can bring you up on the stage. I'm going to learn how to, to uh, do it to where there's like three and six and nine screens and you can turn on the picture. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, the next time I do a live, we're going to definitely have that. So y'all show face and, and, and show your passion. Uh, any, any mainstream rap music they're not talking about staying together with your family they're not talking about taking care of your children they're not they're bragging about materialistic bullcrap and drugs and alcohol bang bang shoot them up talking about how tough they are and our women fall in love with um queen mia what you got on the topic guide if I had a son right guide my son in this world because he's going to be half black and I feel like that's going to be an unnecessary challenge however I do feel okay. that when you get to a certain age in life I'm 40 right I don't have kids I would be lying if I'd said that I have not recently considered dating outside my race um, I am a natural woman, so I have natural hair, that type of thing. And I remember even in my 20s and 30s that whenever I would wear my hair straight, black men would notice me and approach me. When I would wear my hair in its natural state, other races would notice me and approach me. And I find it interesting <clears throat> that my own race, for the most part, not everyone, but for the most part, mm -hmm. didn't desire that, right? They wanted another look. <clears throat> so it's just, it's a disheartening space to be in. I do not think that um, black men as a whole have failed. I feel like a lot of men have, right? My father wasn't there. So I'm a product of a, of a male not being in the household. So I'm not oblivious to it. But I do feel like mm -hmm. there are kings out there that are um, being husbands and being fathers. It all depends on sure. what your environment is. If you are not surrounded around that, you don't think it exists. But if you are surrounded around it, you see more of it than you don't, right? So for me, just to sum it up, um, I would, I don't want to date outside my race. But at a certain age, you have to kind of consider what is Open having loyalty doing for you. Because I'm not meeting the <laughs> right one. So if I gave another race a chance, would that enhance my happiness, right? So that's my two cents. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I would say this. Um, I don't know. Back in 2018, 2019, um, one of the cultural identifiers, I think that's what the how the language is set in my textbook, and I'm pretty sure it was written by a YT man, but one of the cultural identifiers in the Black community is single-parent mothers. And we can blame that on the drug epidemic or, or them dropping uh, cocaine in California in our communities and guns in our community. We can blame the government. We can blame. But ultimately, there's a lot of environmental factors. I, I don't I don't dismiss the prison, the system, the education. Like there's so many factors that play a part in that. But if you know that these are present, we know that there is oppression in those areas. You play the game and you avoid them. You don't you don't pick up the pistol. You don't pick up the drugs. You don't um, you know, and, and so I was a victim of that. I did all that stuff. So I'm not I'm not, you know, bashing those men like I'm better because I was one of them. Mm -hmm. But I've learned from my mistakes and now I'm 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 able to avoid and play the game the way the system is built up against us. Uh, I play by the rules and I win. Like, right. You know, I, I thank you so much, Queen. Um, I, I have to, I go, I have to go ahead and shut it down. But I want to say this: like, I have been, I'm not an anomaly, but my story is, I spent five years in Texas prison. I was a knucklehead. I was a 19 year old guy that was bang bang, shoot 'em up, selling drugs, robbing. I was, I, I was, I was a criminal. I was the, the I was the worst of society. I was I was really bad. I was a really bad kid. And I served five years in Texas prison. And I when I came home in 2009, I had the overwhelming desire to stop the, the school to prison pipeline. I wanted to stop that. And when I went to prison, I saw nothing but black people in prison. I saw nothing but brown people in prison. And when I saw this, they were separated. They were the two powers in Texas prison. They were the two powers and, and we bumped heads. We hated each other. It was them versus us. And it was derogatory terms and names. Anyways, uh, I wanted to stop that. I, I want to do whatever I can to stop black and brown people from going to prison. I want to stop, uh, you know, I want to stop them from going, coming home and the recidivism, them returning to prison. So it's very important for me to have these open discussions about the black community and the brown community, because this ultimately affects the trajectory of our future. OK, it's little conversations just like this. You can check out my bio. There's a link in the bio. There's a book. I wrote a book. It tells not just my story, but it's minor to major, turning minor setbacks into major comebacks. I talk about how I used that five years as a minor setback. And I turned it into a major comeback and how you and your loved one, whoever's locked up, they can do the same exact thing. So um, with that being said, I, I think I'm going to open up a can of worms. The next time I go live, I'm going to talk about black men. We have got to have this discussion about black men. I want tired of frauds. I want you to be in here. I hope you're still here. Tired of frauds. I want you. Man, do you have a thousand followers? If you do, I want you to come up on stage sometime. But uh, it sounds like you definitely have an opinion, and I respect your your, your thoughts. And so, um, so yeah, I would definitely like to hear from you. I don't know if I froze up again, y'all. Let me see if I froze. It's so horrible. Okay, damn, I'll clown you, my boy. He has uh, an opinion, but he won't speak. Uh, I'm just reading the comments now. Uh, when is your next live?
I'm going to post it. Uh, Tina, thank you for asking. I'm going to definitely post it and I'm going to share it. I'm going to, I'm going to like promote it before I go live. So just follow me. You'll hear, you'll see. And then it'll be two promotions. And then when, before I go live, I'll put up a video. And then while I'm going live, that video should be coming through your feed if you follow me. So y'all just stay tuned. Thank y'all so much for joining. This is Therapy Swag Radio. You can listen to every episode of Therapy Swag at therapyswag.club. Thank y'all so much.